will destroy them all. Hello and welcome to The Coordinate. I'm Tyler and I'm your host for the day and I'll be talking about Chainsaw Man Episode 7, A Taste of a Kiss. And that's, that's probably... That's, that's probably a good place to start the episode is what does a kiss taste like and if you're dingy yeah i think he said it best when he said the puke girl gave me a vomit kiss uh yeah so that was gross as hell <laughs> yeah so Digi gets his first kiss for killing the uh infinity devil i believe it was called and himeno i believe is her name that's eye patch girl puke girl yeah she she vomits straight up into his mouth and Denji swallows it, and Power makes a comment that Denji will swallow anything that's, like, mildly nutritious. And, yeah, so th- that's real gross. But I guess it Denji is in the most unique of positions because him, like, living on the streets and eating, like, trash food, there's a point where he's having a flashback to, like, his earlier days with the, he's with his chainsaw dog, and he's mocking some rats for eating um, a drunk person's puke. And he's eating food out of a trash can i guess his ability to stomach disgusting things makes him uniquely positioned for using his chainsaw powers because when he's inside of the infinity devil he's like biting off chunks of it so that he can consume its blood to keep doing more chainsaw stuff and he's commenting how disgusting it is so (laughs) i guess if anybody else had those powers they might not be able to overcome the the disgusting nature of it because um even if he's a devil and you know i i don't know if he like ate human blood in that form if it would taste good but i kind of think maybe it would to him because he is a devil at that point but yeah so uh yeah i guess that's the i thought this episode was going to be like 99 percent like this big fight between dingy and this infinite devil but it's actually it's like i don't know maybe five minutes of the fight between them and then the rest is them getting drinks <laughs> which is kind of cool i thought that was more interesting than a big fight we do see lots of cool little flashy things in the fight There's lots of good lines denji says at one point uh so himeno denji gets knocked out inside of the infinite devil thing and uh himeno pulls his chain using her ghost arm which was a really cool scene and then denji gets back up and he says that he is a perpetual perpetual a fucking perpetual motion machine and that he's going to get the nobel prize which was a nice call out to call back to um power talking about wanting to get the nobel prize for i don't remember what stupid thing she was talking about but it also kind of seemed like maybe too smart of a joke for Denji to make. I kind of wouldn't expect him to know what a Nobel Prize is, and even more so what a perpetual motion machine is. But it's kind of a big word for Denji, who we learn in this episode can't read that good. <laughs> Not that illiteracy is funny, but yeah, it, it seems like too smart of a joke for him. So yeah, apparently he fights this devil for like, three days but fortunately they don't make us see all of that because it just seems like it's a lot of him just slicing and dicing and it just kind of it's just like a big flesh room and it's not particularly interesting looking there's a lot of faces but yeah he just slices this devil up for three days to the point where it's like please kill me and it gives him his heart (laughs) for it to kill and yeah then they can walk out of the building and when dingy gets out of the building he's talking about like it's a beautiful day he's got this um this gun devil bit and then he's like 
I feel so good. It's like as if I had taken a huge shit. That seems like a moral brand joke for Digi than the whole perpetual motion thing. Uh, so within that fight, uh, Himeno has, I'm probably saying her name wrong, but uh, Himeno, Himeno, Himeno. It's, it's better than Patch Girl, right? Um, Himeno has like a flashback to where she's talking to uh, her master. I don't know his name, but we see him later in the episode. And he's talking about how the devil hunters that are like too too focused and just like normal are the ones who die uh, good devil hunters are the ones who devils fear because they can't figure out what they're thinking they're not scared of them and those are the ones who are a little unhinged and crazy because you can't know what a crazy person's thinking and he has a he has a good line about uh because apparently he's an alcoholic um yeah he's not not condoning alcoholism um but <laughs> he has a good line about like needing to unscrew the screws a little bit every day to you know stay unhinged which is what you need to do apparently to be a good devil hunter that is when himena knows that Dingy is going to be the one who kills the gun devil because he's the craziest person she's ever met which makes things that happen later interesting because i guess she's into a crazy person maybe uh this episode sets up a lot of things that i'm like interested to see um so the previous episode we learned that aki has a sword that apparently has like some secret power that's some it's gonna be so powerful that it's gonna like cut his life in half or something so that's something that we have to see later right the guy that's in himino's team it's his name's a-r-a-i array array i'm not really sure but um, he has a contract with the fox demon that Aki has a contract with also. But apparently the fox devil is like into humans and she only gives uh, the hot ones the ability to use her head. I'm guessing that because she, she gets to see them in that moment. I don't know. So I'm curious to see what Ari, Array, whatever his name is, what, what bit he gets to use. It could be something comical. That's a pretty big butt. Um, and then <laughs> so Bill was calling her Kenobi, and that is not her name. It is very similar. Kobini. Uh so Kobini, she has a contract, but it's a secret. So it's probably gonna be something dope as hell or lame. Um yeah, I don't know. I kind of the the last episode, both of those characters, I was like, we're probably gonna see them die, aren't we? And like relatively soon but we got they they got fleshed out more in this episode and so i'm hopeful we'll see more of them because like i really like the scene with um i'm gonna call him airy i don't know how to pronounce it but him helping dingy like puke in the bathroom after himeno gives him the puke kiss um he's it's like a sweet moment he's talking about how he's jealous of dingy and dingy's like how the hell could you be jealous of me my first kiss tasted like puke and um i can't really remember why he was jealous i think it had to do with his devil hunting abilities but he was talking about his mom being an alcoholic and helping her puke and you know it gave him a lot more depth and it feels like maybe him and dingy will have more in common you know i always saw of him and uh kobini previously with like them being okay with killing dingy and kind of just looking down on him but it made it seem like he they think of him more as equals in that moment and yeah i think they could be interesting characters in the future 
Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Um, so other things that happened in this episode, uh, Makima, a couple of interesting things with her. We find out at the end of the episode, potentially, likely Aki has the hots for her also, which makes the fight uh, with Denji when they first meet make a lot more sense. Cause he's like telling her that telling Denji that he's not good enough for her. Yeah. The, the other thing is apparently she is keeping, apparently she knows more about Denji or Denji's devil ability than she's letting on because Aki and Himeno are uh, questioning like what's Denji's deal. Cause the infinity devil was after Denji. He was after, you know, the, the chainsaw devil and the question is why makima it's like okay i'll tell you if you can like out drink me and of course they can't and she seems completely sober which you know makes me i'm thinking she is herself maybe a devil or has some kind of devil abilities i mean that would explain why she uh, would know more about Denji, right? If she also herself had some kind of powers. I don't know. The, the eyes, the ability to drink, something's fishy. But I don't know. M- maybe not. Um, but yeah, so she knows something. And the way the devil's speaking about Denji sounds like uh, he had met the Chainsaw Devil before and it was more, much more strong than what Denji is right now. So it makes me think that maybe there was another chainsaw devil at some point. I'm kind of confused how devils work in this universe. Cause there seems to be, you know, like uh dingy fought the bat devil, but like, is there only one bat devil? Cause I could see there being room for more than one bat devil in the universe, but maybe not. So if we assume that dingy is the only current chainsaw devil, uh, I'm thinking like maybe his, uh, his chainsaw dog may be fused with another person before. And they were the first Chainsaw Man, and maybe they were just stronger because they had been at it longer. Or maybe they just weren't, you know, like a malnourished 16-year-old. <laughs> so they were, you know, stronger themselves, or they just knew how to use the powers. So yeah, speaking about Denji being 16, that brings me to probably one of my final points in this episode, which is Himeno makes a big deal about Denji being too young to drink, which he finds out they 16 because they... Uh, so the rookies all have to introduce themselves and they give their name, their age, their hobbies, and if they have a contract with a devil. And Denji is 16, enjoys sleeping and eating. And yeah, that's about it. But yeah, so she learns he's 16 and she's like, oh my God, are you not, you're not drinking, are you? And he's like, just tea. Then, then at the end of the episode, 
She carries him to her house, and Dingy wakes up confused with her on top of him. And a couple of questions there. I guess Dingy got drunk off of her vomit. I mean, she drank a lot, so he they showed him swallowing it, which is disgusting. Um, so yeah, I, I guess Dingy got drunk off of her vomit, and then somehow she was still more sober than him and was able to carry him home. Um, which I get, I, um, I stopped drinking when my wife was pregnant and by like stopped drinking, I just mean like, I didn't want to drink cause she couldn't drink. And then our kid got here and I know Bill said he gave up coffee, but I don't know how the fuck you could give up coffee and be a parent because there's nights where I get like three hours of sleep and they're not even good at th- like a good three hours of sleep. <laughs> I, I drink so much coffee. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh yeah. So if I drink alcohol, I just fall asleep. Um, yeah. For Thanksgiving, we had Thanksgiving with a friend and they kept feeding a champagne and I'm really surprised I didn't like fall at like it's super drunk. Cause I drank a lot of champagne. And my point was that, <laughs> uh, if you haven't drank before, you don't drink often. Like I understand like your tolerance does drop. Cause I can like get drunk off of a single beer these days, which is insane considering I used to be able to drink pretty, pretty decently. So yeah, I understand from that aspect, like dingy getting drunk, but it's still just off of the, the vomit. That's, that's disgusting. But so Dingy wakes up in Himeno's house with her on top of him and she asks him if he wants to do it and the episode ends. And so I don't know how old she is, but she is presumably older than Dingy and probably Aki because she was uh, probably not quite a veteran, but she wasn't a rookie. She had lost like three partners by the time she met Aki. So She's probably mid-twenties, and she makes a big deal out of uh, Dingy being too young to drink, but but then she wants to have sex with him, and she's either fucking with him or really drunk and about to make a huge mistake, and I, I don't know, it's it's a weird one. Um, I'm not going to cast judgment on this right now, we'll just see where things go, but... Yeah, I don't know. Um, anime loves sexualizing young people, and this is the first time I've really seen it with like a with a dude. So that's something. But yeah, so that's that. <laughs> um, final final thoughts. Oh, we have the uh, Indian credits. Uh, I know Bill likes to talk about it, and he likes to overlay a song. But I'm I'm not going to overlay the song right now because I I don't have time. But I I would like to hear what Bill thought about this one because the theme for it was like Nintendo Super Nintendo JRPG looking, and Bill Bill loves those. Bill has a, a podcast that he's done for a while. Cod. Uh, it's gone through a couple of iterations. It was RPG Golden Years, then it was RPG After Years, and it's about to become something slightly different. Um, yeah, so Bill's a real big fan of JRPGs, and I feel like he probably loved this ending, especially the part where there was rainbow vomit. But yeah, that's my thoughts for this week. Um, I read somewhere there's 12 episodes this season, so we're at just over the halfway point with episode 7. I don't know, it seemed kind of like a slow grind. I, I'm enjoying the show, but I can't see... In those five remaining episodes, I can't see Dingy 
making it to the gun devil and defeating it and it being satisfying. So I'm very, very curious to see how things go from here. Uh, I feel like he needs to grow a lot as a person, a devil hunter or character to be able to take on this uh, gun devil. So maybe the gun devil is like a larger villain and it will take, you know, like a couple of seasons before he makes it there. Or maybe I'm overthinking things and, you know, he gets there, he kills it. Cool beans. Um, but yeah, that's it. So um, you can follow us. You can follow us on Twitter. I, like Bill mentioned, I deleted my personal Twitter because, yeah, I just think Elon Musk is a dickhead. And really what it was, it was when he like brought back Trump. He like did this poll and it was just like so stupid after he said he was going to like make a board to like decide who gets to come back and like analyze what harm they could cause, blah, blah, blah. And then he makes a poll on his own personal Twitter and expects it to be like non-biased when obviously people that follow Elon Musk are more right-leaning. So that's the way that the poll is going to go. And it was just incredibly stupid. And I'm just like, I don't really need Twitter. Um, yeah, I'll just go use Instagram. That's also owned by a shitty billionaire, but whatever. I forgot where I was going with this. Oh yeah. You can follow us on coordinate pod at Gmail. Uh, fuck. <laughs> you can follow us at coordinate pod on twitter if you want to we don't really use it much but it's still there um if you want to email us email us at uh coordinatepod at gmail.com and we'll respond to you and probably read your email out here join our discord at probablywork.com slash discord which will hopefully still be running i have to redo i have to like purchase all the like hosting and stuff for the website this weekend if i remember to <laughs> um but yeah until next time don't get cut up by a chainsaw vroom, vroom. Are you nostalgic for a simpler time? A time where controllers didn't have so many buttons. A time where games weren't so overly complicated by so many plot devices. Yeah. Me too. I miss my NES. Hi. <laughs> I'm Bill, and I absolutely love old video games. But I didn't have anyone to play with. So I decided to start the Super Switch Club. That's right, a podcast dedicated to discussing and reliving the nostalgia of retro video games that are also on the Nintendo Online Virtual Library. Each week, my friends and I will discuss games from the NES to the SNES. Games like Super Mario World, Kirby's Dreamland 3, Donkey Kong Country, The Legend of Zelda, Super Metroid, Balloon Fight, Punch Out! A Link to the Past, F-Zero, and so much more. The Super Switch Club is a Podcasters Assemble style show from the We Can Make This Work, probably, podcast network, where we'll be replaying and discussing some of our favorite video games from our childhood. So join us on the Super Switch Club, where you can relive the nostalgia of tearing your hair out over an NES game that loves to troll the shit out of you. Best of all, you can too. Head on over to probablywork.com slash superswitchclub now to learn more.
This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com. <laughs>